All right, good evening and welcome to that weekend edition of the Preferred Sports Show Radio. This is Talk Football Talk Sports on Empire Radio 104.5 FM. I remain yours truly, um, Jerry F.O. My boy, you guys know you can always call me the Jade Wonder. Uh, sit back, relax. Um, let's kick it together through that uh, weekend edition of the show um, this beautiful Friday evening. Yes, um, you guys know how we do on the weekend edition of the show, right? Yes, I'd like to um, thank everybody who's been kicking it with us um, from Monday um, to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays, even though um, the sports show is being done on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday. But then um, I'd like to thank everybody uh, for keeping it 100 with us on Empire Radio all day, every day. Let me talk like Amos sometimes. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so much for always tuning in and participating with us on the show. Do continue to stay safe out there. I will continue to bring to you all the happenings um, in the world of sports. We actually have quite a lot to cover today, but then um, let's quickly start from other sporting action, starting with Formula 1, where Max Verstappen revealed it is not up to him to help teammate Sergio Perez try to secure second place in the Drivers' Championship this year. Um, Red Bull team principal Christopher Horner said he wants Perez to clinch the second position because the team have never won a 1-2 finish in the championship before and that Perez will have the full support of the team to achieve defeat. But Verstappen said that it shouldn't always be on him to get the points. He did, however, say that he is confident Perez can stay second uh, because they have the faster car. Uh, Perez is 20 points ahead of Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton in third place. Now, I think there's this thing between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. I don't know. I don't know. They've been trying to downplay it, David, but I don't think they really, really like themselves like that, like that, like that, like that. But then they have to work together. This thing that they say that, see, we don't have to like ourselves. We don't have to hold hands and sing Kumbaya. We just have to be professional to us one another sounds like somebody i know i will not name names but then it is where it is but if they can work together and i think um whatever max can do for him i'm sure he will do it for him but then personally if you've been following the history of those two drivers when they were about to start the season perez came out i was like eh, he's not going to he's going to challenge um max for the title um they are both going to race on there but then you know they started and um it kind of like started somehow kind um okay uh, but then he had his struggles and um, still, for all his struggles, he's still second on, on, on the log. So it says a lot about the cars. So I, I guess Max Verstappen is correct when he said they, they, did, they do have the faster car. And um, being 20 points, he should be able to hold on um, and finish second. And hopefully, Christo, Christopher Horner's dream uh, will get to come true. Still in F1, uh, Fernando Alonso has made it clear that he's annoyed with claims that he could switch to Red Bull from Aston Martin. Um, stories emerged that he could replace Sergio Perez in the wake of last weekend's Mexico City um, Grand Prix. Um, Alonso said he was not enjoying it and dismissed the idea as the normal paddock rumors from people who try to make fun of it and gain some followers. The two-time world champion added that he will make sure there are consequences. Now, this is like a follow-up story for what we spoke about between Max and um, Perez. Now, um, like, like what we say, there's no smoke without fire. And if there's rumor that... Um, you know, Fernando Alonso, uh, um, Red Bull are considering bringing Fernando Alonso as a second driver. Um, he he kind of like um, holds substance. But then for the consp- conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theorists, sorry, forgive me, uh, it's not far-fetched for you to think the way they are thinking. And imagine a Red Bull with Max Verstappen and Fernando Alonso. It will be crazy though. Uh, but then, like we said, um, right now, Fernando Alonso himself came out and said, see, there's nothing to it. It's annoying me. And uh, people that have been peddling this news are just looking for followers. So pay no attention to them. But then, when, 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 when the season is over and, you know, 
players are making moves from one team to the other, we will know very, very soon. Then maybe we'll revert back this statement and say that Fernando, why now? Maybe he just don't want to let the cat out of the bag. But still, since he came out and he debunked the, the rumors, I guess we should just uh, stick with the word of the driver himself and says there's nothing, there's no substance um, to that story. Moving on to tennis, where um, the Women's Tennis Association, WTA, says it accepts responsibility for the challenging conditions its players have faced at the ongoing WTA finals in Cancun, Mexico. Award number one, Aina Sabalenka, said she felt disrespected by the organization, while Wimbledon champion Marketa Vondrosova said the WTA was not interested in players' feelings. Our WTA chief executive Steve Simon has since admitted things had been far from perfect and Cancun was named as the venue for the tournament less than two months before it started after talks between WTA and Saudi Arabia failed to yield an agreement for 2023. Still in tennis, um, Jessica Pegula qualified for the semi-finals at the WTA finals with a perfect record by beating uh, Maria Sakari 6-3-6-2 to make it three, cons- three successive victories in Cancun while Anna Sabalenka and Elena um, Raikina uh, must resume their match later today after play was suspended. Award number one, Sabalenka leads 6-2-3-5 against Raikina uh, with the winner set for a spot in the last four. Also today, Gaswate faced Ons Jibor while Coco Golf plays Marketa Vondrosova. Um, Sabalenka is set to retain award number one ranking status if she reaches the final at the WTA um, finals. Um, finally, in tennis, at the Paris Masters, Italian fourth seed Yannick Sina has withdrawn due to fatigue and the quarterfinal later today we see Hubehaka's battle Grigor Dimitrov as Stefano Sissipas face Karen Kachanov and Novak Djokovic play Ogarun while Alex de Menor go head to head and with Andre Rublev. In golf, Rory McIlroy will play for Boston um, Common Golf in the new TGL high-tech league uh, but John Ram has withdrawn and um, McElroy who has launched the venture with um, Tiger Woods is joined in a four-man squad by Keegan Bradley, Adam Scott and Tyrell Hatton. However, Ram who had been one of the first to commit to DGL confirmed on social media that he will not be participating in the first season. The league which starts on January the 9th, 2024 will be run by TMRW Sports and the technology-focused sports company launched by Woods and McElroy in August 2022. The league will feature six teams of four players playing against each other in a league format. Only three of the four players will compete in any one event. Moving on to boxing, and Anthony Joshua could face MMA star Francis Ngannou in a boxing match, according to promoter Eddie Hearn. Ngannou almost turned WBC heavyweight champion Tyson Fury on his professional uh, boxing debut but lost controversially by split decision in Saudi Arabia. Despite being the underdog, former UFC fighter Ngannou knocked down Fury in the third round and convinced one of the judges that he was the winner. Meanwhile, Hearn revealed that he has exchanged messages with Ngannou's camp following the bout with Fury. Um, Hearn says that Fury versus Ngannou has shown that a certain two-time heavyweight champion Joshua would beat Fury if they ever fought. Now, when I saw this story, I knew I had to come and talk about this as far as boxing goes. Um, you guys remember uh, when you know, Joshua, anyway, whether we like it or not, we like to claim Joshua is Nigerian and all that and all that, but on the Bali, on the resume, on the CV, he's a British boxer. He's a British heavyweight boxer. And um, of course, he used to hold um, the IBF, WBO, and WBA belt uh, before um, Usyk dethroned him. Now, Fury um, held the WBC belt, and there was one time they were talking about undisputed, you know, merging all the belts. So they wanted a all heavyweight, British heavyweight thing. You know, there was they made a lot of noise about it in the British media then. So they wanted AJ to fight with Fury. 
Of course, Fury is not the type that will sit back. He likes to talk in the media. He likes to, you know, go at fighters and all that. So, you know, he was gadging AJ that come, I want to fight you, I want to fight you. But then that fight never happened for reasons best known to the promoters or the organizers of these um, belts. So, there has been this bad blood from the two fighters from way back. And <laughs> we all know the story with AJ. AJ lost the belt to Usyk. Defended it, lost it again, and you know we all saw the tantrum that he threw where <laughs> he lost it, and uh, Fury was ringside, and it was just you know it was all about the old this thing. Now it has happened to Fury, almost happened with the old Ngannou situation. You know, he, he, there's no how to report that fight, and they tell you it is controversial because after the fight, look at Fury's eye, the left eye is uh, I think he has black eye. And Ungano face is as fresh like somebody that just finished eating Pandelia. Anyways, <laughs> so that's that for that. And of course, Ungano will look to make as much publicity and milk the publicity for as long as he can because um, he used to be a super um, a heavyweight in UFC, but then um, he, he didn't agree um, the contract with Dana White, who is the president of the UFC. So he's still an MMA fighter, but he's testing waters in boxing. And his, de- his boxing debut is not bad against um, Tyson Fury. But personally, it's just me. I still feel that that fight was just um, eh, it was just uh, something that um, anyways let me don't let me so now Eddie N, which is um, Anthony Joshua's promoter wants Anthony Joshua to fight Francis Ngannou and he said they've already exchanged messages with um, Ngannou's camp um, they are looking forward to making it happen because Joshua is looking at a fight in December meanwhile he went ahead to say that um, looking at the fight with what Ngannou did to um, um, Fury that he is now convinced that if Joshua fights Fury that Joshua is going to beat Fury like I always say talk is cheap I hope I hope this fight happens someday belt or no belt I would actually love to see AJ fight Fury I would love to see AJ fight um, Wilder and I would love to see Fury fight Usyk I think that one will happen sometime next year maybe February March April Max um, next year that's um, Fury and Usyk but then, I really love to see AJ fight Fury and AJ fight um, Deontay Wilder. Those are the fights I, I, I really like to see in um, heavyweight um, division. Not that it's Francis Ngannou thing, I beg. You should stick to MMA. Uh, because in that fight against um, Fury, there was that time that he knocked him down. If it was in MMA, the referee wouldn't have stopped him. He would have just, you know, pounced on him on the floor and just smashed him with the hammer punch. And, you know, lights out Fury, game over. But then, Fury was smart enough to, to schedule that fight in boxing. And then uh, <laughs> we all know uh, the, the, the ending of that fight. Also, a lot to look forward to in heavyweight boxing. But then I'm sure Tyson Fury will respond to Eddie Henry real soon. And we'll be here to bring all the drama to your listening pleasure. Anyways, finally in basketball. And um, hmm, James Harden, James Harden, yeah, has completed a move to the LA Clippers from Philadelphia 76 years. Uh, the 10 time NBA All Star guard sat out 76 years. Um, first three games of the season. I mean, it's fueled with um, Philadelphia president um, Daryl Morey hadn't called Morey a liar in an interview after reports that the 76 years had ended talks about trading him. Um, the deal also included the trades of 76 years duo of PJ Tucker and um, Philip Petroven in exchange for Clippers players uh, Nicholas Batum, Marcus Morris, uh, Robert Covington and Kenyon Martin. And um, in last night's games, as this morning Nigerian time, um, in the NBA, um, teenage sensation Victor uh, Wembeyama scored 38 points and 10 rebounds in his fifth NBA game um, to help the San Antonio Sports claim a 132-121 win over the Phoenix Suns at the Footprint Center. 
Um, Devin Booker scored 31 points and 13 assists, while Kevin Durant added 28 points uh, for the Suns. Elsewhere, Paolo Banchero found the basket with 14 seconds remaining and scored the season-high 30 points to help Orlando Magic edge at Utah Jazz 115-113 at the Delta Center. Other results saw Philadelphia 76 years defeat Toronto Raptors 114-99 away at the Wells Fargo Center, while New Orleans Pelicans also beat Detroit Pistons 125-116 away at the Smoothie King um, Center. On the local scene, result from midweek action in the Nigerian Premier Football League saw um, goals from Sani Mubarak, Rabiu Ali, and Abba Adam helped Canopilas to a 3-0 win over by SR United at the Sunny Abacha Stadium. Um, Jonathan Aluku's opener was cancelled by AJ Isaiah and Ifa in Edwin's goals as Quara United came from behind to beat Sporting Lagos 2-1 in Ilori. Akufre Ebong's first half goal was enough as Aqua United edged Gombe United 1-0 Uyo, uh, while Oye Kachio Kafos opener was cancelled by Farouk's Mohamed Equalizer as Heartland held former champions Rivers United to a 1-1 draw in Oweri. At the New York Stadium, 10-man Plati United claimed the narrow 1-0 win over Katsina United. Um, Niger Tornadoes held um, the reigning champions Aimba after a goalless draw at home. Um, goals from Alao Dambani and Stanley Ogambo. Um, either side of Chidiabiri, who over those goal, saw Lobby Stars beat Edugu Rangers 2-1 in Makori. Uh, Remo Stars is past um, Shooting Stars 3-0 in Mikene. Um, thanks to Ahmed Akinyele, uh, Frank Mawena and Ali Misikiru, while at the Akure Township Stadium, Adejo Ojonugua's opener was cancelled by Udom Ekerete's um, headed equalizer, while Mark Michael Olalusi's 93rd minute penalty um, saw Darling Sunshine Stars come from behind to edge 10 man. Abia Warriors 2 um, 1. Um, anyways, um, I have with me in the studio Amos, and um, we'll be racing through football because we don't really have enough time, but then. Amos, I was here on Wednesday and um, I spoke about the sunshine. As at halftime, it was 1-1. And I was like, we, we've seen the, the previous result before that game. The Owena Wheels really, really needed to win that game. And um, they conceded first, but they were able to pull the equalizer um, in um, that same first half. And I remember saying on the show that, see, it was good that we got the equalizer in the first half because imagine um, trading and looking at what has been happening to Sunshine. So I remember their last home game. Uh, they lost a penalty that could have won them um, all three points for, by this same guy. And, uh, you know, for him to now step up in the 93rd minute, you know, all that pressure, he put it away and they got that deserved um, three points over Abia Warriors. Um, looking at that game and looking at Sunshine Stars, because their next game now is um, this weekend um, away um, in Port Harcourt against um, Rivers United. So, how big was that three points against Abia Warriors at their career township stadium? It is incredible. Let's, let's put it down. It is incredible. We all know how important wins like that are for teams and how important it is for the morale of the players. We are talking about a team that has not so far uh, been properly run properly invested in mm-hmm. and we have players and staff of a team that have not been properly taken care of but at the same time they are going out there giving their best matching match out and the pressure was already mounting before that True. so that was important number one for their morale number two to get the pressure off their backs a bit and number three for their mentality moving into uh, the next run of games if they go to Port Harcourt and get a win, I will not be surprised at all. 
because mentally they are already very sound and they are charged. Anything could happen in Port Harcourt mm-hmm. and they could get a, a point or maximum three points in Port Harcourt. That means that they have kick-started their season and the entire season is in their hands mm-hmm. now to either uh, go well or go astray. Mm-hmm. It is it is vital. It's a, a, a very vital three points for them mm-hmm. and I, I am so excited for them because these guys are putting all the work. Mm-hmm. We cannot... We can talk about everything that is going on, but one thing we cannot do enough of is to appreciate these guys enough for the work that they put in, for mm-hmm. the work that they do. Mm-hmm. It is, we all know, we all know, you and I know how detrimental it can be for anybody when you're not getting your dues from what you're doing mm-hmm. and you keep doing mm-hmm. So we need to give these guys all the praises that they deserve. We need to appreciate them as much as they, we can and give them all the support that we can. And I also appreciate the entire Accra people for always making these guys at home whenever they play at the Accra Township Stadium for the support they give true. them. True. It is quite important. True. I actually understand what you're saying. Um, looking at everything that is happening um, outside the pitch, um, you can understand that um, um, they can always do more as far as administration of the team is concerned. They can always do more. But still, uh, we talk about um, their style of play in um, subsequent um, previous edition of the of the of the programs, and um, that it's not as if they are not playing well. They are playing well. It's just that results have they've been unlucky with results. And the moment results is coming their way, it gives these teams this um, added confidence um, that um, yeah, that the team um, do need. And um, it is very very important, no matter how late. Um, um, that goal came. It is very, very important that they got that win against Abia Warriors and going away to Port Harcourt. Um, we know they can always go to Port Harcourt and get a draw. It's not as if Rivers United are not the Rivers United that won the league that year. Uh, but they are still Rivers United and they are still dangerous. Uh, but then, you know, looking at Sunshine Stars so far, so good. We know they actually have enough in the tank to actually go away to Port Harcourt and make something happen. Okay, like we said, um, the MPF will continue this weekend as um, Gombe United and Doma United go head-to-head in the local derby at the Pantami Stadium. Abia Warriors welcome Casina United um, to the Uma here Township Stadium. Um, Aqua United host Plateau United at the Godswill Aquabio Stadium in Uyo. Um, shooting stars play Niger Tornadoes in the Badon. Um, Enugu Rangers battle Heartland in another local derby Adenam the Azikwe Stadium. Bendel Insurance host Remo Stars. At the Samuel Obemudia Stadium, reigning champions, Aimba welcome Kwara United to the Aimba International Stadium in Abba. And of course, like we said earlier, our darling Sunshine Stars, they travel to Port Harcourt to face former champions, Rivers United. Anyways, moving on to midweek results from um, cup competitions in um, Europe, um, starting with Wednesday's selected result from the Coppa Italia. Uh, that saw our Palma defeated Lecce 4-2. Um, Genoa needed extra time to come from behind to beat um, Regiana 2-1. Um, Cagliari also needed extra time um, to also come from behind and beat Udinese 2-1. Sassuolo and Spezia battled to a grilling um, 0-0 draw after 120 minutes, but Sassuolo edged it um, 5-4 on penalties. And White Frosinone knocked out Torino um, 2-1 after extra time. Um, selected result from the DFB Cup, that is the German Cup. Uh, Marco Rell's um, first half goal was enough as Borussia Dortmund edged Offenheim um, 1-0. Paddy Bonston, Freiburg. Um, 3-1 away. Bayer Leverkusen defeated Sandhausen 5-2 uh, away as well. Um, Hertha Berlin East Pass Mines 3-0 at home. Uh, while the short result of the round uh, saw Thomas Muller's um, opener cancelled by Patrick um, Sontheimer's equaliser before uh, Marcel Gauss' 96-minute minute winner helped third tier uh, Saarbrücken. I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they did come from behind to knock, to knock out uh, Bayer <laughs> Bayer Munich. And, um, 
in the DFB Cup, as in, I think it has been consistent in the last three seasons now. Uh, is it a case that Bayern Munich are not taking the cup competition that serious, or what's going on? This is a third tier team, and this will probably go in their history as one of the biggest wins in the club history. And uh, I know we've talked about Bayern Munich, the way they ended the season, the way they started the preseason. The season started, they started well, you know, doing uh, what they did to you guys in your group and all that. But then yeah. lately, <laughs> lately, looking at this, how, how, how big of a worry or how big of an upset is this uh, on the side of um, uh, Bayern Munich? It is, it is big enough, glaring for everybody to see. Mm. And the stats are all there. It is a first time thing. It has never happened before. A third time team defeating Bayern Munich. We saw what Bayern Munich did in the preseason against a fourth, was it a fourth tire team that they put 20 something goals yeah, past them. Yeah. So this is this is the Bayern Munich, this is not the Bayern Munich that we know. Bayern Munich, we know them to be ruthless whenever they get the opportunity to. They are not uh they are not very sportsmanly when they get the chance to. Germany, the German German football generally, they are not very sportsmanly. Or they trash do, they, they trash you or anything. As long as they have the opportunity to and they can trash you, they will trash you. They don't care on what stage it is. So it all boils down now to who is at the helm of affairs. We can talk about the players from now till next tomorrow. But one person is in charge of putting players on the pitch. If the manager decides that the team sheet for that day will not feature a single top team player that is going to field academy players all through, that, would, that is what will happen. Every top team player, all they can do is hold a grudge against the manager or grumble or anything like that. They are not going to force themselves into the team sheet. Mm-hmm. It will not happen. So we have to hold the manager responsible. It is not good. Thomas. Elite manager Toko. <laughs> <laughs> that was too cool. We man. have to hold the manager responsible. I, I, I believe Thomas Toko is a good manager. I say that all the time. He's a decent manager for me. But at the same time, since he joined Bayern Munich, he has not been that manager. Even at Chelsea. He won titles at Chelsea. Quite alright. But he was not still the Antonio Conte level manager at Chelsea. He was not the Gusidic level manager at Chelsea. He was not the Scolari level manager at Chelsea. He was not the Jose Mourinho level manager at Chelsea. But... He did what had to be done at Chelsea. Got them the Champions League, got them the, uh, the Super Cup, got them the Club World Cup and everything. There is something about Thomas Tuchel that I'm trying to figure out. One time, his team goes breezy, playing magnificent football, getting all the results and everything goes fine. And all of a sudden, and this is the biggest fear for me, this is my biggest fear for Bayern Munich, because once the Thomas Tuchel team begins to have this bleep and it comes and goes and comes and goes it becomes a problem it becomes a problem because they are never able to get that rhythm that they were on when they were breezing past everybody so it's a major i I think it's a major problem people might say oh this is just a bleep in performance it's not something to happen with his psg team happen with his chelsea team it happened with with psg it happened multiple times with the dortmund team when they are playing good football, winning, and all of a sudden something happens and boom, they become a shadow of themselves. I really hope that does not happen with Bayern Munich. I hope it does not happen with Bayern Munich because it will be unfair on Thomas Tuchel and the work that he has done. Because he came into the club 
let's we cannot say the club were in a chaotic situation no but he came into the club where there was a lot of administrative issues at true, the club true 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 and he steadied that ship and somehow won the Bundesliga people can say oh, it was due to Borussia Dortmund's incompetence and all of that but he won the Bundesliga if he was not there to grab the Bundesliga when Borussia Dortmund were incompetent another team could have come and done it but he was there and so he did it so if anything happens and he falls out of reading and this thing continues so much that he gets the sack it will be unfair on him for the work he has done since he came into that club and i do hope he's able to just um, scratch this one off well um it promises it promises to be an interesting season with um, thomas tuchel's um, Bayern munich uh we'll keep our eyes peeled on that one we are watching him his leg is shaking right now because um, it is an absolute embarrassment i've uh, taught yet him to actually a bit by a minute, whether we like it or not, no matter how we try to um, understand what really happened that day, uh, it's an embarrassment, and I'm sure um, they'll be looking forward to writing that wrong in the Bundesliga match this weekend. But before we get to that, there, there was also Wednesday result and from the EFL Cup um, in England. I saw Everton beat uh, Burnley 3 0 at Goodison Park, uh, full of defeated Ipswich Town 3 1 away goal, so neither half. And for Benoit by their shield, and um, Raheem Sterling helped Chelsea to a 2 0 win over Blackburn. Stafford Bridge also goes from Cody Gapo and Darwin Nunes, either side of Justin Clivert's goal, saw um, Liverpool edge ball number 2 1 away at the Vitality Stadium. West Ham defeated Arsenal um, 3 1 at London Stadium uh, thanks to Ben White's own goal, uh, Mohamed Kudus and Jared Bowen. Uh, Martin Odegaard scored a late consolation goal uh, for the Gunners. Um, Wild goals from Miguel Almiron, Lewis Hall, and Joe Willock saw Newcastle United um, humble uh, my United 3 0 away at um, Old Trafford. Now, um, <laughs> where, where, where do I start from? Um, let, let, it, has, it has to be the Manchester United Newcastle game, and um, we saw what happened over the weekend against Manchester City. And um, we're looking at that game. I was like, see, they need to put up. It's not enough to look at the result right now. It's about to look out. Is is enough to look at how Manchester United play when they win, when they don't win. She understand. So it was very, very important to see how they play, how they respond after that defeat to Manchester City. And when I think it was five minutes ago, they brought in Callum Wilson and um, <laughs> and they asked them Eddie Howe, and Eddie Howe was uh, saying, Bruno, yeah, and Eddie Howe was saying he needed to uh, <laughs> bring so those guys in for, 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 for training so session. Use that as their training session. Now this is Eddie Howe that uh, with all due respect to him, we know. We have been watching ball longer than he has been coaching. So whether we like it or not, he's still our baby. As far as football is concerned. <laughs> we know when he enter, we know where he enter market. We know where the boss in container. We know how they go. Uh, so for him to not come out and um, after the match at Old Trafford and say stuff like that, um, actually see it as disrespect. I remember when Pep Guardiola said something similar. Uh, with saying he will come, he has a bad back, but he can come in and play against Newcastle. And I was on one of the shows and I called out Guardiola that no, you need to show teams respect. She understand, irrespective of form or whatever it is they are going through, you need to show teams respect. That's just me. But then, hey, uh, some people, it is what it's everybody have their own approach to these things and all that. Mm-hmm. So when he said that, you, you see, you've already won. You don't have to rub it in. She, I felt he was rubbing it in. And um, maybe he's coming from the lost EFL Cup last season to Ten Hag. So this is extra sweet for him. Maybe that's where he's coming from. I will understand that, but you don't say stuff like that. She understand. But let me leave it here and let's focus on Manchester United. 
at this point we have to ask we've asked this before what is going on at manchester united at this point what is really really going on how can they solve this do they need to sack of course when the team is struggling like this the manager bears the brunt of it all and they get sacked because of course you cannot sack 22 players or 26 man squad you have to sack the manager uh, but then you look at eric ten Hag, what he did last season his first season handle the ronaldo thing you know handle the De Gea thing with the mistakes and all that because whether we like it or not the gear made some mistakes so nobody should come and paint the gear like he's a saint he made some silly mistakes especially the la- the, the most annoying one was the europa league um semi-final against Sevilla. so let's don't let us say it uh, as if uh, the gear was a saint while he's a terrific goalkeeper for manchester united he's also he has his own shortcomings so looking at what he did the first season got them back into the champions league and you know won the efl cup with them and looking at how he tried to reshape the squad, whether we like it or not, I, I read somewhere that he has spent about um, under 500 million. A very sharp 500 million. Uh-huh, five, 500 million. Both him and the, I don't, I don't think you guys have sporting director, but you have, um, what do you got? They have the executive vice chairman. You should have one, John Muto. His John name is John Muto. Yeah. They've done a very, very poor job in assembling that team because they spent. Now I read somewhere that they need to bring a second striker, another striker, to support Rasmus. And this thing, this thing of support, of this thing of support that United always buy all the time, that the support that I remember in the book for Pogba, they said they needed to get that midfielder to support. It's becoming a team with Manchester United right now. And um, now you have Anthony that has absolutely embarrassed Ten Hag because he saw something in him. He convinced Man United to spend all that money to bring in him. Zero over ten. Tyrell uh, Malasia. Fitness. But still, he couldn't bench Luxor. But you can understand that because he's still a young lad and he still has a lot of time. I'm looking at his signings now. Mason Canton amount. Absolutely unnecessary. Casemiro. Well, last season, he proved as if um, it is a good buy. I Me, mean, I still feel it's a good buy. But the type of football. They play in England. Casemiro doesn't have the legs for it, and you gave him a four-year contract plus one. And now he's barely eighteen months into the contract. And when he substituted him at halftime, he was brutal about it. He said he wanted to see more football, and he brought in Christian Eriksen, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I'm trying to look at how we can blame him now, and also not blame him, because how do you explain what is wrong at Manchester United right now? And if you compare those what's happening at Chelsea. Because I was, talk- I was talking about it in the group yesterday. I said, I want to compare what's happening at Man United and what's happening at Chelsea. I want to bring out the similarities. It is, it is incomparable what, what's, what's happening at United and, and what's going on with Chelsea. Now, the, the Chelsea thing is having... The, why, why it is incomparable is simple. Now, this, the Chelsea situation is transitioning from an owner who doesn't just only love football, right? He loves the team. Now, there's, there's, there's a difference between loving football and so you just want to put money in a football team and bear that title of a football club owner. He loves football. He loves the team so much that every strategic position, every strategic position at Chelsea, he made sure he puts people that were capable. Michael Emenalo now True. is the director of the Saudi Pro League as we speak. 
He was at Chelsea. He was the one that bought the likes of Thibaut Courtois, uh, Eddie Nazar, Joao Mata. He was the one. Kevin De Bruyne. It was the man at Chelsea's time. When you have people like that, when you have people like that around the club, I remember I love Mourinho so much. So whenever I get the privilege to listen to Mourinho analyze football or Arsene Wenger, I always want to pay attention. And I remember Mourinho talking about when he wanted to sign Didier Drogba after he assembled the team and he wanted to sign the striker and Roman Abramovich for you to know that this man does not only love football he loves the team he brought in a plethora of strikers the name of many strikers top strikers in the game for Chelsea to have and Mourinho opted for one player at Olympic Marseille and he keeps saying he says it all the time he said Mr. Roman pay don't talk just pay do you understand now he gave the club to people who were not only competent but who were also passionate about the club so chelsea is transitioning from that to somebody who owns a rugby sports franchise in america baseball a baseball first uh, yeah, 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 yeah baseball Franchise in America. Why do you do that? You play baseball. Why do you do that like that? <laughs> you know, it and it's mad. coming to and it's coming to England, mm-hmm. fresh with no idea. And the major problem Chelsea are facing is because both uh, Gazi and Todd Bowley are coming in without a team assembled. So you know that the Chelsea sale is not as transparent as it appeared to be. There is a lot that went down in the background. Because these people came in with no idea of what they are doing. They thought it was just to spend money. So now, the Manchester United case is very different. When Eric Tehan, I will put 100% of the blame on Eric Tehan. One, he assembles the team for every game. And number two, when he came in, there was a structure in place that he destroyed. Now Casemiro is talking about missing Ronaldo's mentality Mm. and Real Madrid. Mm. There is a structure in place that he destroyed. That is why I don't take people like Polygon Social, for instance, for seriously. He did he doesn't know what he's doing. He knows nothing about management with all due respect to him. Because he talked about how uh, the signing of Ronaldo was good, but then it did not work out. You signed a player and he posted 27 goals for you. And he said it didn't work out. What else could have worked out at 30, 36? Hmm. What else? So Eric Tehard came in, there was a structure, and he destroyed the structure. Ralph Ranick was there already. We expected Randy to slot into the director of football position that the ownership at Manchester United agreed have with avoided him. for a long time and they have agreed with this man before Emergency. you came in you and said you didn't need the man. And the man stated clearly that what United needed was not cosmetic or plastic surgery, it was open heart surgery. Hmm. Because he saw the decay in the team. He saw what was going on. You came in you ditched the man for whatever reason, brought in your team, thinking, of course, you could do this, and here you are. Five from just a little less than 500 million spent. The team has no style. The team has no identity. The team has no pattern. I was talking with someone in the group the other time after the City game when he said he expected Ten Hag to have tweaked his style a bit. You expect a person who has a style to trick the style. When a person does not have a known style, aroma, there is no, aroma style. Aroma, you know, there is nothing to trick. 
So oh, I'll put no, I'll put no. the, I'll put the entire blame on you. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Wow. Let's talk about the Degia situation. Like you rightly said, Degia is no sense. But one thing you cannot put over Degia is his professionalism. True. Even when he was doing all of that, costing us those points, David Degia was strictly professional. He would not talk to the media. He would not speak out of place. Right? And whatever was brought to him, he took. That is a person you know, understands his faults, and is willing to accept them and grow. You offered him a contract. He took a pay cut and signed that contract only for you to ditch him last minute. It does not work like that. The Cristiano situation. You talked about how a 37, 38 year old player does not press. And now look at us in the league. You look at Chelsea, for instance. You take a look at Ryan Sterling and Cole Palmer. Specifically, Cole Palmer. And look at the way he presses. And you come to United. Look at Marcus Rashford. Yeah. Look at uh, 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 Jaden Sancho before the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Look at Anthony Masia. These are guys that Ragnick saw, do. These are guys identified them. that he identified. You came in and said you wanted to build the team around the same guys. And since they had came, how many games have Anthony Martial played? How many has he missed? All due to fitness issues. And you teach a 37-year-old that is always available. And is always ready to work. And like I always said, the major reason why we did not play Champions League before everything had came is simply because of situations that he has come in and aggravated. There is no respect or regard whatsoever in that team. It was against Arsenal. I remember that clearly. We had a penalty in that game. Cristiano is in that team. He has scored multiple penalties since he got back. And Bruno Fernandes thought that was the best time for him to take the ball and kick. And what happened? He hit the frame of the post. Costly points like that. You see strikers run. We saw it with Cristiano. We said it. They said, oh, don't listen to these ones. They are Cristiano fans, so you don't pay attention to them. Look at what Rasmus Hoylon is suffering right now. Are we going to say Hoylon is not making the right runs? Are we going to say he's not giving defenders tough time? Are we going to say he's not energetic enough? Where is the service for the young man? There is no service. We have fullbacks in Dalo and uh, Victor Lindelof, who is a makeshift fullback, who cannot cross the ball. Luke Shaw cannot cross the ball. Aaron Wan-Bissaka cannot cross the ball. I have said this multiple times. Look at Manchester. I don't know how other United fans watch football. Look at Manchester United, Manchester City. Look at Chelsea. Look at Newcastle. Lewis Hall. Got a goal against Manchester United. Look at Newcastle. Look at the amount of goal contributions Karen Trippier has for Newcastle United. Look at the amount of goal contributions Joao Cancelo had with City. Look at what Alexander Arnold is posting. Look at what Rhys James posts. In fact, Tuchel was using that one as an excuse that the lack of 
Rich James, they have a lack of availability of Rich James, James and Ben Chiwell. Look at what you why he struggled. Because the way he plays are dependent on those rich from those guys that they suffer. That is angry at that. Do you understand? I understood him actually. Look at what these guys post. And we have midfielders for for Christ's sake who don't pick passes. They don't they don't pick passes. By Ericsson. By Ericsson. They don't pick the right. If Ericsson was playing in that hole behind the strike force, we will be getting more goals. Bruno sometimes. Bruno, bro, 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 Bruno like, to be fair, Bruno, Bruno does deliver though when it comes to. But it's just that consistency and his body language sometimes. Thank you. You said the word consistency. No, not to drag Lincoln into this, but I he's love, listening to this. The last I time love I, was here, I mentioned something about Bruno not being consistent, and his reaction actually shocked me. Like, you felt like I said I was, it on this show. The truth is, Bruno when is not consistent. Bruno People think because they have racked a lot of numbers. And I said you cannot. The truth. You cannot. Yeah, not even the same sentence. Why? Because he's not consistent enough. People don't get why you say someone when, is not consistent. When he was giving the armbands, I mean, I complained about it here. People thought I was crazy. You don't give a player who is constantly moaning the captain's armband. It does not work that way. His emotional intelligence is You don't off give balance. players like that he is always the captain's armband. So everything that has shouting. happened in this club since Eric Terhan came in is all Eric Terhan's fault. Mm. Wow. That was, it is all his fault. That was actually <laughs> that was actually a lot. I don't know. Anyways, you've been listening to the voice of Faisal Abu Salam, the cynic himself, the cynic one. <laughs> and um, Faisal, welcome to the show. Um, you've listened to if I you walked in as the nigga of time because in the group yesterday I was like, I want to compare the Manchester um, United situation to the Chelsea situation because Chelsea too are struggling. But I look at Manchester United and I was looking at how they were going to respond after the City game. And um, wow, I was just like wow. That's aside, I think um, sometimes on previous edition of the show, I sat down here and I spoke about Eric Ten Hag personally. I said, a lot of decisions he made last season and starting with this season was because of what he achieved with the club last season. People were not complaining because he won the EFL Cup and he, he, he finished in the top four. So people were not complaining. Definitely. I felt the way he handled the Ronaldo situation, he could have handled it better. Maybe. But then they didn't care. I felt the way he handled the Digger situation. I didn't like it. I felt I the way you talk about the Harry yeah. Maguire I, yeah, situation. Yeah, I, I, I felt the way, yeah, the way he handled yeah, the Harry Maguire yeah, situation. Yeah, I didn't like it. So it was when the small boy, Jaden Sancho, he has now decided, he has refused to apologize to him. And I'm, I'm reading somewhere that there are some camps. There are some camps that don't like the way Ten Hag handled the, the Ronaldo, the Harry Maguire situation the and the Gia situation. While there are some camps that are supportive of him, they like his authoritarian approach. Now, I spoke about this thing and I said, the only reason they didn't complain about it because because he won. And one of the team is winning, everything the manager is doing, it seems is, right. Is, is, it seems right. But now that they are struggling, they are referring to those times. Of course. They are referring to those times. And you look at Manchester United. I'm not saying Chelsea. Chelsea are struggling. I really don't know no, what's no, wrong no, with Chelsea. No, it's, it's, even a plain, it's even a plain slate. So please. Yeah, I want How do you compare these two teams and honestly, what do they need to do to, to move forward? Is, and I'm, compete? Slightly, I'm slightly different um, from what um, Amos said about the Chelsea situation. But if you look at it um, critically, 
the Chelsea situation is not particularly, it's not even comparable with Manu's situation. And initially, I was thinking we were in a deeper mess. But when you look at what's happening with Manchester United, you, you look at yourself as a Chelsea fan and be like, ah, better God, I'm not supporting this devil people. Because honestly, it's, it's strange. And one thing again, you can you can see and you can feel that, okay, maybe at some point, if Chelsea just get one thing right, they may just... Things by just start falling into place. You get. But Manchester United situation seems like a situation like if they get this right, another thing is getting wrong. Somebody's like you're solving a Rubik's Cube, you're solving this part, another part is getting fault. That's just the way it seems with Manchester United. And what do they need to how do? long Because Evans is saying it's all on Ten Hag. Because whether he likes it or not, he has been backed. Mm. It's just the truth. And then when you look at some people who are who already have this sentiment of the glazers in their in their at the back of their mind, they find it difficult to You see know, I did not mention them. Yes, let's some, not people, some people actually, let's not forget. Some people let's actually not forget have that. the sentiment of the glazers. No United manager. Mind. And right? they feel like um they had the problem. There is no doubt about it. If you feel like the management um, are not doing something right, uh, maybe this is that, that is this. If you look at it critically, these people at all, at all, at all, nine bad. They spent almost five hundred million on. And they were there during. Choices. They were there during. His choices. Nobody came out to say anything. His choices. Let's not forget. Choices he made. Let's not forget that Come no on. manager. The players he wanted. No manager since Fergie has been backed as much in his first two seasons like this manager. Mm. Honestly. And if anybody wants to come with me with that nonsense of, oh, you cannot continue to sack managers and rinse and repeat, take Chelsea for instance. Take Real Madrid for instance. Take these clubs for instance. Since 2013, the last time United won the league title. And now, how many managers have Chelsea had? And in that period, how many titles have Chelsea won? The idea that it is not a problem to change managers when they are not working. You know, you I know. remember when, uh, uh, sorry to cut you, I remember when Zidane left Madrid in the first time. Before Madrid could get it right, this man that was at Sevilla and came to Wolves, <laughs> Lopetogu, Lopetogu, was at Real Madrid at the time. Of course. He, he dropped the Spanish job, the old mess, they also was a mess. Do you understand? Even they even got Rafael Benitez at the point. Benitez was there at the point. Lopetogu was there at the point. Oh, About the three law. managers. It has gone. <laughs> Before they were able to get it right. The same thing happened at Barcelona at the time. When the Tata Martina period. Mm. Now, I, I was about to bring the Barcelona the Barcelona example for people. Because when you... when you I, I, I just felt like... I think Pep Guardiola... Um, success at Barcelona with the old six stroke. It's not like he was that long at Barcelona. And I, I think the major problem people had was they felt like the way uh, Pep was able to achieve a lot with Barcelona, being the fact that he was integrated, um, a former player, and all of that. And you know, he didn't struggle at Barcelona, but you know, they felt like they it's because he has been a Barcelona all in all that made him, you know, add a lot of success. So people tend to feel like. Your, your team does not have to be a Barcelona team. If it doesn't work, change it. If it's working, keep it. That's just the reality of life. You can't keep. You can't keep saying you. You give it a trial, of course. But there are some trials that are not just worth it, honestly. Because why are you keeping a manager that is not giving you result? 
it's not, it's not even giving you a reasonable performance to, 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 to start with. It's the performance I'm actually concerned because, about. Not for crying out loud, because I don't ask anybody that supports Chelsea now. I didn't Do you want Pochettino out? You know Some people who have. Ah, no. Why is there no? And there no will be stars because they feel like he is performing. The team is performing. Why I don't even talk about it, the performances, is because. I have been on it since last season that they thought everything was going true, back. true, true, true. Of true. course, true. I have been on the performance true. since last season. True, you are seeing beyond this. I thought, I thought about results, how I mean. it was going to make a very terrible, uh, 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 what do you call it, call on Fred, and he did. He did. Sally, let Fred go. During the match, you could see that hole. Honestly, Casemiro ticked better. Honestly, when. Fred, Fred was playing. Honestly, yeah. Fernandez but, had more freedom when Fred was playing Casemiro even, and he was playing. Even Ericsson. Ericsson. The, the funny thing is when they when they left Fred go, I, I was I was trying to calculate in my head. What is not the same thing that people felt like they needed a DM? Why are you letting Fred go? A manager when you've not even signed all and out. I was, just, I, was, I was wondering what's up. 60 million, 60 million, all announced. On Mason Mount. But, 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 but they have Sofia and Amrabat now, though. So, ha, but, but, why mean, is it not working? The truth is, the system is already fucked up. And, like, um, you're not allowed like, to say like, that, though. Uh, that's true. I think I'll have to be questioning myself often. The system is already bad. Yeah, they have some um, integrated issues. And, you know, like um, Amos has rightly said, something is really wrong. Because I felt like when Tenard came, honestly, also, even me, I was feeling like ah, this Ajax man is seeming to come and, you know, errors, errors come to an end. Yeah, yo, Shay. He's inside your era talk, man. Errors come to end. Is this how you want to end I was wondering, okay, man. this man, this man seemed to know what he's doing, and, but sometimes, some, somewhere along the line, honestly, truly, I felt like something is not really. Is, right. it, is it safe to say the job is bigger than him? Is, He's not ready for the job. Uh, you know, um, you the, reality know of, the reality of the matter is, if you want to say that, you're not wrong. But if you look at it another way, in my own opinion, I feel like if you do know what you're doing, yeah, there are some particular jobs you'll get that will look um, challenging and, and tasking. But if you know what you're doing, you should be able to, you know, at least let them see that, okay, this job is big, but you can, you can catch up. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Let's, uh, yeah, I do. It's a situation we've seen some teams on a good day, if, if it was the Arsenal that that was, you know, firing on all cylinders that Ateta actually got, do you think people will not feel... I don't want to know what you want. The, the, let's just say, Wenger probably left some couple of years after he won the, the Invisibles and then they got someone like Ateta. No matter what you want to do, they will still feel like the job is bigger than you, even if you are trying to, because you have you not won trophy and they feel like, oh, yeah, the last manager won a whole invisible and left some couple of years after. It's just the normal truth, you know. But there are some things that okay, you look at it. The team is having a serious shift. Maybe they should get someone that is not particularly high profile and all of that. Will the sporting director solve this problem? They must. I, I, some some people were saying that in another group I belong to this morning, I Some people felt like because the director. Some people felt like the sporting director. We need a director of football, like the teams you see, like uh, these, these Red Bull teams, the yeah, Salzburg teams. Yeah, yeah. I've done. Yeah. And we had Salzburg and uh, we had the perfect candidate in Ralph Rani. There was a time they were touting Edwin Van der Sar. 
due to what he had done, he has done with, with Ajax. And he has, whether we like it or not, he has done a fantastic job at Ajax. A fantastic job at Ajax. If you look at the, the caliber of players that have gone through Ajax since he took that role up until now, they've had some really nice players go through that team. Duran Timba, of course, is one of them. Of course. And the, the Martinez, Lissandros, they are, they, are, they are one of them. No, they've, the they've, 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 done, they've done well. Though. They've but done they're very well. Tadic. Tadic. Uh, Tadic and the likes. David Neres. Those guys have got the semi-final. And, 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 and all of, of that. They've, really done, they've done very well. Even the young. Frankie the young. Frankie the young. Matis the likes. Van de Beek. Of course. He played well when he was at Ajax. So they've done really well. But my question is, a manager coming in from a system like that at Ajax, a well-structured system, and you have somebody where you are coming who is clamoring for this place, this system to become structured as well. So much that the management of this system have somehow buy, uh, bought, uh, I beg your pardon, have somehow <laughs> bought into the, that idea. And you come, the first thing you do is to dismiss that particular person. You see why you I'm would have just left Ragnick and let Ragnick do his thing. You see why I'm Give him advice. True, true. You you dismiss that if you had left Ragnick, you would have focused squarely on the footballing things. You focus squarely on your team. You tell Ragnick, you give him a list of players. Ragnick comes with a counter list of players. You observe things. Of course, you have the uh, first the, is first. They will not sport. spend as much as they are. They, you as, you as have the sport analyst and all definitely. of that. You, they will not spend. They will not spend as much as that one alone. That back and forth alone. Of they will not spend as much as they to make some decisions. The, the slow-go side. Although that, that is that is not the, the case at Chelsea. Instead, they are going head to head. Twenty-one and fifteen million. One and eight million. <laughs> it didn't work at Chelsea though, so you now, can make that case. My example did not work at Chelsea the, 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 because they have all these people in place, and it's not working. Now okay. the difference, the difference between the difference between United and now Chelsea is good. Like you mentioned, Chelsea are signing this player for all these exorbitant fees. But anybody can say anything about Chelsea's recruitment strategy. I've come here, I've defended it before, and I'll defend it now. Look at the quality and age of these players that Chelsea are signing. A lot of people, a lot of people bust the Copama signing. But Especially when you watch I was, I was, I was, I was, I was so skeptical. I, I didn't bash it. Yeah, I was skeptical. The only reason why I didn't actually bash it was because I felt like it was, is the kind of profile of player he is. Like being an attacking player and all of that, that we needed someone that can create because Mkuku was injured and all of that. That was the only reason I didn't bash it. Honestly, even the manager came out honestly, to talk about that. Honestly, that was the only reason I didn't bash it. Yeah. I was skeptical, but I felt like okay, it's it's a profile we probably needed. Let's see what happens. But I wasn't happy. But we have too many like, similar profile there. I we have. I wasn't happy. We have what's this guy's name? Uh, Madweke there. We have Angelo. We have this uh, this guy with both of yes, pick Yes, I remember. And I now remember you're buying this guy. So four guys for one position. I, I remember. I, I said something similar to to that because I said why let Angelo go when you're signing Cole Palmer. Honestly, I said that. I never the major, that. the major difference but between Angelo is, and Cole Palmer is that Cole Palmer might be young, huh? but he has been there. Of course, that's the major difference. Angelo this is, is young, a player, of course, that league. came on in the Champions League final. Course. This is a player that has scored multiple Champions League goals, not one. Of course. Scored in the Super Cup, scored in Co- the community show. Another, this is, this is a player that has that. played there and won all of this silverware. Another thing is, and that's, when you that's watch different. that, they when made you some watch decisions. Of, of course, 
100%. When you Sorry, watch man. that young man play, when you watch that young man play, you know that it, the experiences he had in those places is come to play. True, of course. The course. timing, the, the timing of his pressing alone. If Chelsea has a striker that can pounce on those second balls and those loose balls, Chelsea will be scoring goals for fun. I just for wish fun. to be signed now. Anyways, I <laughs> 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 don't let us start that blabbing. Blabbing, 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 blabbing. Your voice is But Jack, but Jackson wasn't the answer. Uh, the, I think Jackson, Jackson was not supposed to have this much game time. Actually, of course, it was not. But due to the injuries to Coco and you know, he was not supposed to have this much game time at this point. So I think because as far as I'm concerned, the Jackson I saw in preseason, I liked him. I still like him. I like Lovely. Him. He played well with the team. He scored some good goals. He, get, he got into some right spaces. But precision is precision. I think this is Chelsea proper fan. football. I think sure understand. So he shouldn't. When they got, when when they got, when they, because right. they, they had already signed Unkuku before they signed Jackson. Mm-hmm. Of course. And Unkuku himself came out and they said Unkuku last season. Yes. Finalized December. Yes. yes. December. So I felt the signing of Jackson was not for Jackson to be the main number nine, but unfortunately, so I think he's already doing too much too soon. I think that's what's affecting me. Maybe if um the Nkuku can come back and stay fit, or maybe if they get a striker, I don't know. These are maybe, 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 because the number of games. I think but if he's coming I, in, if he's coming this... in playing 15, 20 minutes, you know, taking even, his time. Even maybe at VRL, even at VRL, Jackson does not play full game every yeah, other time. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. does not operate like that. Another thing is, I feel like there was a big question mark on the position Nkuku was going. They have to go. It is where it is. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we've we've actually I got I actually wanted to talk about the Man United thing today. So that was why I actually um spent as much time as possible, and I was glad I was able to. I was glad I was able. I was glad I was able to cover. Yes, I was glad I was able to cover that, and it's on it's on tape now because the show is being recorded. So people can always go back and listen to this edition of the show, and uh, because we don't know what will happen with the heart tomorrow, if he leaves or if he stays. But if he's going to stay. This is approach cannot work Absolutely. unless he changes his approach. Absolutely. But if he's going to continue this approach, then he has to go. I wonder why. I wonder why he changed the approach that worked for him at Ajax. My point exactly. I wonder why. And even the one because that worked for him, one even one the one that worked for him last season, the Fred, the uh, Ericsson. I'm not even. They worked for him last season. Of course. And this season, why, they are bringing why in. Is, why dismantle? No they worked for you last yeah. season. You were not even playing convincing football. But somehow it they worked because up. the results went your way. Okay. And let's not forget the fact that a lot of the other top teams did not come to the party. Honestly. And now teams are reinforcing Ange. Ange is somewhere <laughs> now. You know, Eddie Howe is somewhere now. And you decide to disrupt the team, the yeah, name of the team again. Yeah. Another, another thing is just. Is it not continuity that makes something perfect? True. One True. of the major things that really uh, messed up um, his, his reign at Manchester United is his lack of money. I mean, honestly, I do not know. That's key. It's just the truth. People said they are perfect. I did not see. You see, know why I did not I w- speak about it? Because they will say, oh, he's so emotional. So I kept mute. Because they always, they always praise his man management skills. See, see. So let them enjoy the man management. Amos, we are Amos, seeing it now. It's, it's getting there. One thing about me is, 
I follow managers more than I follow players. Honestly, if you if you notice me, I just measure managers. They are, they are linking Amorim with the Man United job. I so. I, I measure. Honestly, I was praying against it in the group this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Good things are not for them. Because I like Amorim. I follow managers more than I follow players. And one thing I just noticed is just maybe because Chelsea changed, we switch managers a lot of time. But as minute or as as simple as David Neres' issue, where then we in. I didn't just like something about the way he handled it because I mean this is a, a this is a world that is changing. I'm not even saying you should probably allow players to have all their favorites and, and some things, but an issue as minute as a, a style see, and see, it almost no, turned into let, a let me say blown let issue. me say what you are not saying or let me say what you are trying to say and let me say it clear. <laughs> hear he, hear he. Listen attentively. A lot of the things Sir Alex go away with, if he try it now, they will sack him. That's the truth. Easy. The Sir Alex way of managing, if he tries it in this modern day of football, he will not survive. It is simple because the moment you realize that footballers evolved from that era, it's no, not. It's no longer all about the managers. Of course, it's not about more about so, the players than the managers. Yeah, that's the truth. The club will pamper the player more and give the players as more power over the. We saw what happened. Made it to the news. It was shocking. Esther made it to the news. Why? For what? Why? What is he doing in the news? When United threw out. Um, that was when I knew this man does not have man management, right? But people felt. I I condemned and criticized this, the the uh, uh, choice that they made. And many people came for me. And my stance was simple. I love Paul Pogba. Everybody knows that I have a soft spot for him. I love Jose Mourinho. But if you're going to ask me as a team, a supporter of a team, to decide whether to pick a manager who is a serial winner or a player who is a serial winner, I'll choose a manager who is a serial winner. Of course, of course. My manager does not get injured. If the serial winner player gets injured, the team might be in problem. But if I have a serial winner manager who is very tactical and is managing a team with a serial winner player who gets injured, he knows how to find his way around it. Perfect example, Manchester City. They've not had Kevin De Bruyne for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. But they are doing it one way or the other. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, it is simple. It is simple logic. That is why if it was Cristiano and Jose Mourinho, Cristiano and Pep Guardiola, Cristiano and Carlo Ancelotti, Cristiano and even Zinedine Zidane, I will come out full blown. I will take my time to analyze the situation well, do my research before I say anything. But this is Cristiano. And Eric Ten Hag. With all due respect. With all due respect to Eric Ten Hag. This is Cristiano. I think I mentioned this thing. And Eric I, te- Ten Hag. I, te- I said Cristiano Ronaldo I is mean, the biggest player I mean, he has Amos, managed. Amos is and he just doesn't. He just doesn't. He just doesn't have. The, he has not managed a player as big as, as that for. I wouldn't say out of bias. Jose Mourinho says not really in support of Cristiano's moves then. No, 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 we are not saying Ronaldo is right. I don't get us wrong. We are not. have handled some things better. I'm understanding. The situation in a in a, in, a, in another note, listening to Amos right now. Do you so understand that's what that's the truth? When you compare some things, Mourinho said Cristiano is one of the most professional players <coughs> that he's coached. Ancelotti have said that. Fergie has said that. Managers who have 
Mauricio Sarri, for Christ's sake. Andre Pello, do you understand? That is why I agree with you with the errors David De Gea made the previous season. Do you understand? But one thing you will not take over in his is professionalism. And you know that for you to replace a goalkeeper who won the goalkeeper of the season, he won the Golden Glove for the EPL last mm-hmm, season mm-hmm, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. It is going to be difficult to replace a goalkeeper like that, whether he made 17 errors leading to goal or not. It is going to be difficult to that replace. That was key to how you to helping you finish fourth. It was key. It was very key. Of course. It was key to helping us finish fourth. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the, the, the major problem here is a lot of the things that Eric Hag is doing, he does not have the profile for it. And the results are not even going his way to let people just get their eyes off it for him. So he's not in that place yet. Jose Mourinho is having a lot of problems today because he's finding it difficult to dissociate himself from that style that he used to have. I, I, watched, I watched an interview recently of Mikel Obi and John Terry talking about Jose Mourinho. In his second spell, Terry said they were training and they just bought some new guys, the Fabregas and the Co at the time. And they were training in the training pitch. Their, his job and that of Gary Cahill was captain and vice captain was to play the ball into the middle. But they were not doing that and they were getting goals. What did Jose Mourinho did to them? He said the both of them should leave. And he told them point blank that he was going to get uh, Davis, uh, Thiago Silva or one manager, one defender from somewhere. They are not making it near his team. Do you understand what happened? And what happened next? He said he and Gary Cahill, they got their act right and they fixed up. And in that same training, that same training ground, Mourinho came and put his arms around them and told them, oh, that's why you are my captain and my vice captain. <laughs> Mourinho, she be happy with uh, Pepe and Rafael Veran. And they say Pepe is just bad that he is. <laughs> Do you understand? Mikel that's Obi- his countryman, a Portuguese yes, like him. Yes, Mikel Obi said, the first time he came, he, was, he, he, he came to the club, he was late for training. He thought training was to be another time. And so, somebody called him, Mikel, where are you? He said he's in his house. What are you doing in there? He said he's chilling. You are chilling. Everybody is here 30 minutes ago. He said when he got to training, Jose Mourinho did not speak to him. And he did not put him in the team for the next month. He was just there coming to training, training, and he was almost in, like invisible to the manager. But when he came clean, he got into Jose Mourinho's team. And not only that, he became vital to Chelsea even winning their first Champions League title. Fact. Do you understand? Fact. So, he's struggling now because he came from an era when it was all managers. Mm-hmm. And now football has evolved to an era when so it is more players than managers. Play, it's more players than managers right now. So, it's sad actually because if you ask me personally, I prefer the errors of the managers. More managers than Because players. then yes. there was discipline, the old, there was seriousness And players even became mature. At a younger age, they became yeah. quick, mature quicker than they are now. You, 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 see, you, you see Rashford, somebody is still on TV were, and they'll tell you Rashford is a young lad. You, 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 look, at, you look at players now. And you, very few, few of them are, have these leadership qualities in them. Then you look at players then. Even the ones that are not captain, they are leaders on the pitch. A lot of them. These are men. You see them in their 24, 25, 26, they already play like leaders. By the time they get you to their 30s, they are, for, crying, for crying out loud. You don't get. So, I would prefer that era to this era, but 
the truth is the truth and the fact is the fact and the reality on ground is this is more player error now and the media the owners the fans the media they will all lead to us are not helping yes the media and the fans and they are not helping social media is crazy right now so it's even making everything worse sure you understand so um, like i said it's just sad the way it is but i hope um coaches realize this and know that see use this player to achieve what you want to achieve and when it's time to sell sell no see, no don't go and be fighting one player you know, so everything that um the old ten hack thing and Jaden Sancho, the old ten hack thing and Jaden Sancho after the Arsenal game, like I said, I think me and Desmond said it. He didn't need to talk about Jaden Sancho. He did not. That was why I did. These are the man manager that was we are why talking I came about. Here. It's not about we why know, we know, applauding we, him we for, know for Sancho, it in, in We know Jaden Sancho has a history of this thing. We know he's not serious. We know. But you don't have to go to the media after a defeat to a rival. And through a player that did not even fit under the bus. That was why I mentioned You don't do that. that. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Jerry. You're a Chelsea fan. Huh? If Eric Tehan, John Obi, Mikel, and, uh, and John Terry said the same thing, said Edinaza was on non existence in training. So if Eric Tehan was a Chelsea manager at the, at the time, they bench Hazard. It means for, for... you jeopardize. Uh, Azad's chances of becoming Azad played under Mourinho. Do you understand? The Austrian Rich Mourinho. Understand? That was why I actually mentioned the David. Uh, there was one time that Azad came back for preseason and he was fat. And they, he said he came back fat. He said it the way it is. She understand? So I don't so know. So you're saying if you were manager with Azad, uh, for instance, or even Ronaldinho, when he's in P- his PSG days. His colleagues will say, oh, uh, uh, 30, 40 minutes to a match, Ronaldo will drive in, drive in, go and lie down on the massage table. They will massage him and he will go there and out, outplay everybody that has been training for days. Do you understand? So you say because you are manager of these people and they have not trained, they will not play. Edin Hazard will not play. And Sancho, if properly coached, if he likes him, he's one of the guys that can he help can him with his pressing. He can become a monster. With his pressing. Absolutely. That is pressing that he's looking for. He's somebody that can help Absolutely. with his pressing. Absolutely. He can become Absolutely. a monster. Absolutely. The creativity because that, 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 that Borussia Dortmund that is coming from, that I came from. That's their watchword. That's their watchword. That's their watchword. They are pressing monsters. That's their watchword. And Man. so this, this manager has really, he has really put himself under, in, in so much hot water. And where is the class of 92 in all this? They are another problem on their own. A major problem. Class of '92. Do you understand? <laughs> where is Where is Wayne Rooney, who was all over Ronaldo when that situation happened? Mm. Where is he now? Do you understand? It's, it's like saying, it's like saying, oh, Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba in his best days did not train. Honestly, I understand you. And you will not play. Like that class of '92. They are of among course. what is wrong with Manchester. Honestly, I understand right you. Oh, you don't pick. Because imagine, imagine an Arsenal. Have a class of ninety-two since that invisible. Imagine, 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 just imagine, imagine Arsenal class of invisible mm. scrutinizing every manager Arsenal have had since Wenger left. How would it be? Eh? Imagine. And now let's 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 end let's end with this. Eh? Let's let's end with this on this note. Take a look at everything that has happened eh? with this club. I talked about Chelsea's managerial team and everything and why i blame this manager really for all of it and then we talk about the so-called class of whatever mm. huh? Odogu. class of Odogu. And to, end, to end it it is the major reason why they were all over jose Mourinho for him to leave 
Now you take a look at the so-called class of 92. Who know the best managers from who is not? Who knows the best football to be played from with, from what not? Look at Postcos at Oda. Look at Gary Neville at Valencia. Look at Phil Neville at Inter Miami. Even as coach of a uh, women team. Look at Vinavi as coach of the women team. Oh, women team. Ufu. Look at the Roy King. At Babola. When he was with Ireland. <laughs> Do you understand this? They should just, they should just let the club be. The just, let the just let club the club be. be. Just let the club Go be. Go and get a job. Let the club. Let the club be. That class of '92 is. There another problem Manchester United really? actually having. Really. That class of. They were the ones that were backing everything hard during the. I, the I remember when Drogba, when Drogba came out and he said. I don't recognize my Chelsea anymore. I can remember how people descended on him. That oh God, be quiet. Before you get <laughs> what's your you get like I can't was. recognize my football. Oh God, oh God, face front. Do you you understand? So pass us ninety-two. And the funny game. thing is, a lot of these people still went ahead to play for many other clubs. Before uncle, you have a certain Francesco Totti who did not leave AS Roma his entire career. You will not read anywhere. Francesco Totti talking AS Roma or AS Roma manager staff, even True. when they were in the, their, their most troubled times. True. Do you understand? True. And so these are the same players, the same players that gave Eriten had the morale that he needed to continue to ride on the wave of the, the moment at the time. When Rooney was tearing into Ronaldo, when Gary Neville was tearing into Ronaldo, when Roy Keane was constantly tearing into Ronaldo, all of them Barrio Ferdinand. Do you understand? So these people, these people need to let the club be. This manager, whether United fans like it or not, is not the manager. Wow. I backed him when wow. it was him and Mauricio Pochettino on the table. I backed him in this studio that I prefer to have him than Mauricio Pochettino. But this is not the manager. Wow. Easy. Wow. 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 Anyways, uh, we spoke about my United so much that we forgot we have games this weekend. So we'll just um power through that they will close the show uh, apologies uh, you guys i'm sure you guys are enjoying the show so no need more to talk so much <laughs> if you want to continue the discussion let us continue it in the group if you are not been in that group uh, to join the group just send me hi on whatsapp to 0827972008 on whatsapp just send me hi i'll send you a link to that group so we'll continue this conversation there anyways uh the efl cup um quarter final uh, we see Everton battle, Fulham, Portville face Middlesbrough, Chelsea host Newcastle and United while Liverpool go ahead to end. West Ham. Um, when that date moves closer, uh, we'll be um, talking about that. But then, upcoming games this weekend from Europe Top 5 League, starting with the Friendly League 1. Um, Reading Champions players host Montpellier in Paris. Um, Laurent face Lons, Lyon battle Mets, it's Nantes versus Rems, Strasbourg versus Clermont Foot, um, Toulou versus Liab, um, Brest travel to Monaco, Nice host um, Rennes, while Marseille welcome Leo. Um, to the velodrome in the German Bundesliga, um, Borussia Mönchengladbach travel to Freiburg. Um, Mainz host RB Leipzig. Union Berlin battle Frankfurt. Stamstad versus Bochum. FC Cologne versus Augsburg. FC Heidenheim versus Stuttgart. And Wolfsburg face Werder Bremen. Log leaders Bayer Leverkusen travel to Hoffenheim. And the clash of the round we see Borussia Dortmund host um, defending champions Bayern Munich. Quick one, Dortmund Bayern. Let me start from you. <laughs> <laughs> if Tottenham can do it, what's stopping Borussia Dortmund from doing it? 
I, I mean, nothing, but Borussia Dortmund can always be Borussia Dortmund. Are this a chance to pick revenge from what happened last season, losing the title to them? Bosnia the title, they didn't lose it to them. How can, you, to them. how can you get revenge for losing the title by winning the game? Somebody was saying it about the Newcastle yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, what you, how, can, how can you lose an entire season? I will, season I will lose. I will lose that game all day and win that title. All <laughs> did you, day. Did I will give that our FA Cup that will defeated Man U. I will give that FA Cup ten FA Cups. That is we do. I don't think we have that much. But I'll give that ten FA Cup to go back and win that Moscow Champions League. Yes, <laughs> now because it was at the home of Roman Ibrahimovic. He was very proud of it. Uh, I'm sure he would have enjoyed that one more than the he Munich himself. So <laughs> do you remember? 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 Do you a final that Real Madrid had not been, I think, for 12 years or so. And he won that silverware. That is all that matters. That's why Garibay Rock come out, go buy food, bath, wear clothes. That was, not, that was not even the word. The one that Cristiano, the <laughs> first time Cristiano played the first night, that he scored that header. Yeah, oh, okay. 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 Anyways, so Dortmund to win, straight win, Abi. <laughs> Straight to me. Um, to win. Huh? <laughs> Just carry goals. If you like yourself, carry goals. Because I think to tell, I think Dortmund, they did draw like that. They got a day. They got a day. Anyways, uh, moving on to the Italian Serie A, former champions AC Milan, welcome with the next day. to the San Siro, any champions, Napoli. I'm traveling to Salanitana, Bologna, host Lazio, Verona versus Monza, Cagliari versus Genoa. I'm Roma, play Lecce at the Stadio Olimpico, Juventus travel to Fiorentina. Our Atalanta and welcome Inter Milan um, to uh, Bergamo. Uh, Inter Milan, Napoli, AC Milan, all of them in that Syria. What's happening this season? <laughs> if, you, if you talk about this one today, next week he fumbles. If you talk about this one next week, it, the upper week, the other one just, uh, I don't know, it's like. They, 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 nobody is showing. While Inter Milan seems to be the one that is actually yeah, showing, actually. but then you still look at that. You still look at that Inter Milan. So I look at what happened to Sassuolo at home. I look at what happened. I'm like, oh my God, they be, they be, is it Beth? They be Beth, Jared. And you go and sit down. You get. So you look at all of them at that Syria. Where do you guys see the title going this season? I'll still, 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 i Ariel Betis versus Bayoka, uh, Deportivo Alaves versus Almeria, Celta Vigo versus Sevilla, and uh, let's go Madrid travel to Las Palmas and um, Valencia face and uh, let's go Bilbao. And uh, the best tire, Abreu to Sedat battle Barcelona, where Real Madrid um, welcome Real Belicado um, to the Santiago Bernabeu. Uh, Barcelona, Sedat versus Barcelona. So Sedat has been steadily doing their thing this season. Of course. And if you think Barcelona will just go there and walk over them, think again. But then look at that game. How do you see that one going? So Sedat, Barcelona. I think Barcelona they need to is win going because Barcelona is going they away. lost their El Clasico, so they need, they need maximum points and away at Sociedad. Sociedad, yeah. I think they are they're top going four. Away. Yes, now top and four, besides, top five besides, teams. Besides, they've always been a team that stresses Barcelona one way or the other. So I think that was the game that um, right. I think that was the game no, that I think no Messi and Tat, ma, 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 Tata Martino I don't know <laughs> and said he should come on as a substitute that he was just chilling he was shaking his leg on the substitute because that after think after was it Luis Enrique I, mean, I don't know it was a Sociedad game I remember no, they, very they, well they, they always have it 
tough. They may win sometimes two, three, but it's not always a game that you're yeah, going to see that for fun. You cannot eat for fun. If I was a rough one watching society, you have to always be like this. Is it that they eat the bar here? Or the keeper makes a fantastic shape here? Well, I do. They just turn. They don't privacy me like that. I want to know once it is Barcelona. Engine And they go score. Don't let Galas score. They go score. Anyways, anyways, I'm finally in the English Premier League. Fulham host Manchester United at Clevery Cottage. West Ham travel to Brentford. Um, in a London derby, Burnley uh, play Crystal Palace at Tottenham, Everton battle Brighton. Um, at Goodison Impact, Sheffield United face Wolves at Bramall Lane, Aston Villa travel to Nottingham Forest, and Liverpool also travel to newly promoted Luton Town. Uh, defending champions Manchester City host um, Bournemouth. At the Etihad, where Titeful, Title Hopefuls, Newcastle United, they welcome Arsenal to the St James's Park. Um, I don't want to say Title Hopefuls. Yes, now the two of them. What talk is I've been half for now. What talk is I've been? I did not title. Newcastle want to win the title. Arsenal want to win the title. So they are both title hopefuls. I don't want us to talk about my United. We spoke about them a lot. So it will be true. We're looking at them away at Craven Cottage to see what they do against Fulham. But then it has to be the match of the weekend has to be Newcastle. That one is on Monday, so we'll talk about Chelsea Sports is on Monday, so we'll talk about that on the Monday show. Uh, but then Newcastle Arsenal. Um, how do you guys see this one happening? I think um, the last time they faced it, okay, they at um, Emirates, I think they played 0 0. Uh, but at, uh, I can't remember the, the result. At, uh, I think Arsenal won. I think Arsenal won at uh, St. James's Park. So maybe they want to do revenge again, like they did against Man U and uh, Lewis Hall, we score. <laughs> how do you guys see this one played out, though? Because if Newcastle want to. Uh, measure how far they are where they are right now. They need to be, you know, getting something out of this game, of if not all three points. Of course, yeah. And besides, you know, if, if if they if they go into this game and and they pick some point, it does not just um, gives them more chances. It increases their fear factor. And one of the teams that separates the rise from the shaft when it comes to talking about <laughs> big teams is. The, the more big um, points you get against the top, known top teams or teams that are performing really mm. well. So, if you are getting points like that, you know, you find it easier against the lesser teams. It, it just happens. It's nothing. It just happens. They'll be like, ah, this one has slayed Arsenal, this one has slayed Manchester United. Mm-hmm. So, they want to play a team like, uh, let's say, the Luton, the Goody Shakes, yeah. So, it's going to kill. So, of course, he, he increases the affair factor and then, you know, he gives. It gives them more rep and their chances to get a silver way becomes brighter. But on the, on the other hand, if you look at Arsenal, you know, coming from that defeat at um, of course Benito. West Ham. But they, they, they said we shouldn't read too much meaning into it, though. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of the, a lot of the professional pundits outside. Of course, we are not, we are probably not supposed to read too much meaning into it. But mm. what would be their excuse or Ateta's excuse? It was to focus on the league. Mm. Well, <laughs> all the best. Good luck. Good luck to him, mm. <laughs> because you know there are some you, there are some things we call stepping stones. So you don't just jump in any trophy because you won FA, and that's just the need for you. No, they won the community shield. Oh. According to oh, some people, it's a major trophy. Shield. Okay, okay. silverware. But honestly, I, I wouldn't say it's a smart thing to do. Feeling like there are any trophies you're supposed to play with, mm. <laughs> that you just won one or two. Let's mm. see. 
and they, they've been performing really well. <coughs> but you know, you really can't put it past the fact that uh, it is they are playing a tough team because they cast to whether I like it or not, they are one of the tough teams. But again, I feel like the uh, we are Arsenal team should come up. Bigger thing, they were second last season. They gave Godzilla Rock. Declan is there with the to black. Come on. Uh, mm. They gave, they gave, they gave, <laughs> they gave Godzilla a run for his money and all of that. So they may want to, you know, the class, the class team may want to play yeah. a role in this. But I, all I know is it's going to be a very interesting game and, uh, you know, it's going to be tough for both sides. Who, win, who wins it for you? I'm going to tilt so awesome, man. For banter reasons, I want Newcastle to win. <laughs> this guy really had this clear. I think the game, judging by current form, judging because, by the mentality um, of the players, um, Eddie Howe the had to bring Callum Wilson and Guimaraes no, to, to, to have a training session of course, ahead of the Arsenal ahead game. If all goes if all goes to plan, it is Newcastle's game to lose. Oh, if wow. Arsenal, if, if I, I am telling you this wow. clear point blank now, if Arsenal wins that game at Newcastle, it further, in my opinion, solidifies their title chase and their title credentials. That is they'll, my own personal they'll, opinion. They will come at you again. That no, was like that, that was like you brought your title credentials against Chelsea and say, <laughs> if they don't win anything, they will be asked. We should ask them questions about their title credentials. You in started this case, the game. In this case, if they win, it is solidified. It is sol- in my in my opinion, it is completely solidified. If they win at Newcastle United, this show is being recorded. Before if, Sugar come and change it for you, I will not change it for them. Uh-huh. If they, <laughs> if Arsenal, I'm repeating it now. If Arsenal win at Newcastle United at St James's Park, it solidifies their their title credentials for me, because I am telling you now. As opposed, be what, as opposed to what I said against uh, Ma- Manchester City when Arsenal were playing City. Okay. This case, it is Newcastle's game to lose. Arsenal can come to you and tell you, oh, you should not read any meaning into what happened in the Carabao Cup. They are focusing on the league. But that loss will have an effect on their mindset. It will have an effect on the mentality and the mental shape of that team. And even the oppose, opposing team, because you I'm understand? joking. You and the opposing team just West went Ham. to Old Trafford. You think Newcastle will not? To win by their biggest margin since the 1930s. And they are playing Arsenal next. So psychologically, ready. Newcastle United are the better team for that game. Absolutely. They have they hold the upper hand psychologically for that game. So it's Absolutely. their game to lose. And if they defeat Arsenal, the, the title credentials. I will be almost vindicated of what I said from the Chelsea thing. Do you understand mm-hmm. me now? <laughs> so it is Newcastle's game to lose. If Arsenal win, their title credentials for me is only supreme. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I like I said earlier, we will not be able to take calls, and of course, but then Timothy sent us message, and he said uh, Chelsea are not playing this weekend. Nothing will sweep me past Man U to lose against Fulham. Ah uh-uh. All I have to say is that Man U board is the main problem. Before before uh, we come for Eric Ten Hag for selecting Abide Anthony for 100 million, Casemiro for 80 million, um, Tony Mount, Cantona, Cantona Mount <laughs> for million. I've frozen our chance to Ronaldo and the gear. We are now seeing it now that. Sorry, Amos, I feel for you. Not to explain again now. I can agree that Man U problem is bigger than Chelsea's problem. 
Because if we can get a good striker and attacking midfielder, and if Nkuku is fit, we are good to go. Uh, he continues by saying that um, this was how he started last season. Exit from EFL Cup, focusing on the league. Exit from the FA Cup, focusing on the league. Exit from Europa League, focusing on the league. But they bottled the league there again. Anyways, I'm looking forward to their match against Newcastle. I know how prepared they are. And also, let me remember everybody that Jackson has more goals than all my United forward contribute this season. <laughs> Alright, uh, guys, get a final take. Let's do this place. Uh, Pays on your final take. <coughs> it was nice being here again. And, and honestly, <coughs> I'm, I'm glad I came because, you know, uh, when I heard him, he must speak about the whole tenant issues and some issues with the Ronaldo. I, I, I had a different view to some things. And, Honestly, even though from the discussion I've had with some people, I was thinking my problem was already began Chelsea's <laughs> but then hearing him speak makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it makes you feel better than before you do voila. They are winning the double. Uh, <laughs> true, true. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the only double they can win here is double voila. Honestly, let's face the fact. And then, you know. I'm looking forward to the Arsenal Newcastle game. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I will calm down and watch it because, like I said, for banter reasons, I really like Newcastle to batter Arsenal, honestly. So mm. I, will, I will enjoy I will enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> it was your final take, I think. <laughs> uh, always a pleasure talking football here. And at the same time, another weekend of, of, of good and very exciting football of all the top leagues across Europe and, of course, the Saudi Pro League. Saudi Pia. Saudi Pia. Why are we laughing? This man for Gilead. The, the, Saudi, the Saudi Pro League is a quality league. Yeah. And we can see what is going on there. It's a quality league. Of course, the Saudi Pro League. And the MLS is a quality well, league. You can the see the MLS as well. Yes, you can see of what's course. going on there. You can Abby. see what's going on The Ballon d'Or winner is there. Abby. Yes, the MLS. <laughs> that whether was we, the Ballon d'Or winner. The most Ballon d'Or winner. Whether we like it or not, the MLS is a quality league because the so called. Uh, best league in the world has not produced a Ballon d'Or winner since Cristiano Ronaldo and the MLS. They have just produced a Ballon d'Or winner. Ah, they tell you. Of course. course. So that, that makes <laughs> it a very good league. And, and, and honestly, of course the MLS. Honestly, well, honestly. You know? And all of these things, let's just, please, let's always know that football is football. It is supposed to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, let's try the best we can to caution our passion and not make it overboard. Football is supposed to be enjoyed and not, not to kill and fight over. Exactly. So let's just enjoy the game exactly. and, 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 and enjoy the banter. If, we're exactly. not, if you cannot take banter, then you just... If at this point your team is losing or your team lose, loses a game and you are still in that category that you don't eat, please, just wave your food to me. I will, I will microwave it <laughs> and I will do a video while I'm eating because it. Even if I will call my Manchester. We will gather feed. <laughs> if at this point the way football is, with the way uh, what is uh, uh, sport betting has turned fans to, to <laughs> you go, you'll be praying for your team to cause so that go go we come. My brother, you are not there. You don't say because your team drop point, you refuse to eat. Please, you know, my, the same number, that's my airtime number for the group. Locate me. Where be the? must there must be chicken I'll, there I'll and bush meat. Delivery, oh, I'll pay for the delivery. Don't wait bill it to me. You have logistics company here, and they will bring it. Say, say, they cook, they cook better burger for you. You can't say you no know, wash up. Say because your team. Say because your team lose. 
So far, no, they tire you. They are of football. My loser, that's what they pass. Just, just if they lose, go and they feed well. But, bro, anyway, that's all we can talk today. This lovely evening. Thank you guys for um tuning in uh, from the listeners of the callers. I said callers, sorry. <laughs> just default setting for me, man. And um, Timothy that sent messages. Thank you guys so much. I'd like to thank Faisal and, of course, Amos uh, for killing it for the extensive analysis show today on Talk Football Talks. But thank you guys so, so much. Have a fantastic weekend. Don't, don't forget to join us again on Monday for the banter edition of Talk Football Talks. And we are still located at Empire Building Number 1. Ifejola, Arowolo Street, BIBJ Fitness Station, Noshokotile, Ajaset, Olufo, Makure, Ondo State. So reach out to us for your adverts, promotions, and sponsorship on Empire Radio at 104.5 FM Makure, where you'll be guaranteed nothing but first class service on radio. God bless you all. Stay safe out there. Have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy yourself, like the guy said. Um, this is Jerry, former the Jade Wonder, and I'm signing out. <laughs>